Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I am so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about a common occurrence in midlife, getting a wake-up call. More specifically, we are going to be talking about what a wake-up call looks like, what a wake-up call feels like, why it's important to listen to your wake-up call, and how to take the important next steps when you finally pick up the phone and this happens to you. Before we dive in, I want to take a second, though, and welcome you back to the podcast because I am seriously happy you're here. I still can't believe I have a podcast and that you're listening to it. If this is your first episode, yay, you found us, and I am so glad that you did. You may not know this just yet, but you just found your tribe, and in midlife, you need one. (laughs) Women in the middle need to know they're not alone. We are here for you. I am here for you especially when the phone rings with that wake-up call. Now, have you gotten your wake-up call yet? I know that you know that it doesn't have to be an actual phone to get a wake-up call. But it can feel really jarring, like one of those early morning hotel wake-up calls. Remember those? With the ease of setting alarms and everything now on phones, I'm not even sure how many people use that hotel service anymore, but I remember getting those kinds of wake-up calls. The wake-up call I'm talking about is a little different. And wake-up calls are kind of mysterious. They don't look the same. They're different for everyone. And you usually don't even know they're coming. But even with all of this, I'm pretty sure that's what I'm talking about. You may have already gotten a wake-up call. In fact, it might be why you're listening to this podcast. You may not have known exactly what was happening, but you sensed that you needed to wake up. That's another possibility. The other part of the whole wake-up call thing that's interesting is the contrast associated with it. Even though its approach and arrival is often cloaked in mystery and surprise, the realization of the wake-up call is just the opposite. It's not benign. It's not gentle. It's not small. It really is the opposite. Wake-up calls are loud. They're jarring. It's like a herd of elephants running and trumpeting through the African savanna. You can't ignore a wake-up call. Well, you can try, but it rarely works because you know in your heart of hearts that something big just happened. You had an insight. You had a thought. You noticed. And once you have that awareness, you have it. What you do with it is another story, but you have it. A lot of my clients and podcast guests talk about wake-up calls. Everyone seems to agree that a wake-up call is when something happens in your life that wakes you up and it wakes you out of being complacent or living unintentionally, according to the status quo, that kind of thing. It wakes you out of that. And no two wake-up calls are created equal because whatever it is gets interpreted by you. That's why two people can witness the same thing and have it mean completely different things to them. But I think your brain is probably spinning with wake-up calls that you or people you love have gotten. Here are some common ones in no particular order. When someone you know and love gets cancer. When somebody you know and love dies suddenly. 
when someone your age gets sick or dies suddenly, when you have to deal with a scary health diagnosis that shifts your entire life, when your parents can't care for themselves anymore, when one of your parents dies, when both of your parents die, when you get laid off or lose your long-term job, when you realize you want to get divorced, when you finally get divorced, when you have a milestone birthday like 40 or 50 or 60, when you retire, when your last kid leaves the nest, and when you have a close call with death yourself. Now, of course, that was a bit of a downer. Sorry about that. But <laughs> there are more that are not on this list. In fact, I had a wake-up call that's not on this list. It didn't look or feel like a wake-up call, but for sure, that's what it was. It was about six or seven years ago. I had three kids at home at that time. No one had left for university yet. I was at the gym. It was a rare occasion. And I was at the front desk. I recognized the kid that was standing there with her dad. Um, he was chatting with the staff, and I overheard him talking about a recent vacation that he'd taken, a whitewater rafting trip in the Grand Canyon. He was sharing the brochures. He had a whole pile of them. I thought to myself, oh my God, that's my trip! I included myself immediately in his conversation. He was excited to share the brochures and, and the experiences with me. As I was driving home, I was so excited to have the brochures, and I couldn't wait to look into the trip. But I also couldn't help notice how I felt, envious and surprised that another dad had managed to take his whole family on a trip that I really wanted to take someday. Emphasis on someday. I didn't even have this trip on our agenda. I hadn't even looked into it. But there I was, taken aback that this person that I didn't even know had prioritized and enjoyed my coveted trip. I really, like, I can't believe I had so many thoughts about him. I, I really didn't know him. I just knew his kid. This weird little incident really shook me up. I went from thinking, he took my trip, to, when will I be able to take this trip, to, where did the time go? To, I thought I would have taken that trip by now. To the biggie, I'm running out of time. <sighs> yes, in a swirl of panicked thinking, I got a giant wake-up call, and I realized that something I really wanted to do someday wasn't planned, wasn't considered, wasn't on the horizon, and I was pushing 50. I couldn't believe I hadn't been to the Grand Canyon and done this big giant trip, and I was pushing 50. See what I mean? This little chance encounter really shook me up, not because of what it was or who it was, but because of what I made it mean. That's what a wake-up call is. So big obvious looking wake-up call or little surprising wake-up call, I think you see the common themes. The message behind a wake-up call seems to be about purpose and time. When you get the call, you start thinking about whether or not you're living in line with your life's purpose. It really starts making you think with your values, with what's important to you. Are you living your life's purpose? And then the other thing you start thinking about is time. You're wasting it. You're ignoring it. You're running out of it. You're not prioritizing it. And the big, big thought behind all of this is usually something about whether or not you will have regrets if you don't do something about it now. A wake-up call leads to a sense of urgency. Once you wake up and smell the proverbial coffee, 
you have more interest and motivation in moving toward making some changes. You might be thinking that I'm referring to a midlife crisis. I'm really not, as you can see from my rafting trip example, but for sure it could be related. I'm just talking about something that um, really helps you open your eyes, not completely debilitates you. It shakes you up. It gives you the jolt you need to really see what's going on with the perspective of time and priorities in your life. Are you following? I think we can put wake-up calls into these five broad categories, so bear with me here. The first one is the age-related wake-up call, or what I like to call, shit, I'm old, wake-up call. (laughs) This one is the easiest to understand, I think. And there isn't just one age-related wake-up call. You could have a few of them because over the years, you hit a bunch of different milestones, and sometimes they give you a jolt. They're often associated with milestone birthdays. So many people talk about this. Now, for me, it was a milestone birthday as well. Now, I know a birthday really isn't a surprise. Like, we have them every year and they go in order, so there's really nothing surprising about them. However, there's something different about a milestone birthday that can be surprising. Downright jarring. So much so that it's a bit of a wake-up call, or it can be. That 40th birthday, 50th birthday, 60th birthday, they're biggies for many. And it really was like that for me when I turned 50. The lead up was noticeable. There was a bit of dread. There was a bit of uncertainty. I got laid off. My first kid left for university. Lots of big stuff going on. And I really felt it. The other part of this milestone, though, is the awareness that... I I don't know, like sometimes I just totally forgot what how old I was, <laughs> just momentarily. And I hear this from other people too, that this milestone birthday thing, sometimes you forget how old you are. And when I would remember, it would just be like a, a split second. But when I would remember it, I would think things like, oh my God, am I really that old? Sometimes I'd have to count on my fingers and toes, just my fingers. There was like this temporary disconnect related to the thoughts that I obviously had about what I made this milestone mean. Do you relate to this? I see you nodding out there and smiling, so I will take that as a yes. (laughs) Okay, moving right along. Another big wake-up call category is the still not done category. Now, this category is about a wake-up call that sends you spinning into thoughts about what you haven't done yet and that you're running out of time because you're aging. This category could also be called the where did time go wake up call. (laughs) My Grand Canyon trip falls right in the middle of this category for me. Have you ever had a category like this? I, I just think this is such a common one. Okay, the third type of wake up call is something I think most of you women in the middle out there can totally relate to. I call it the when bad things happen to good people wake up call. Now, there's nothing funny about this one. And unfortunately, I have picked up the phone, uh, the real phone, to this one way too often. So this category is when something really shocking and horrible happens to someone you know and love, and the intensity of the experience just about knocks you over. Now, these situations scare the heck out of you because you see firsthand how fragile life is, how things can change in a second, and how lucky you are. Now, I know that also this sometimes happens with the terrorism. If you're watching the news, if you witness something firsthand, it can totally happen with that. 
And it can also happen with cancer, car accidents, heart attacks, early parental death, death of a child. And you think, oh my God, that could have been me. That's actually a common thought. And it doesn't, like if this doesn't wake you up, nothing will. So this category really wakes people up. All right, let's take a little breath because that was a rough one. The fourth main category of a wake-up call is what I like to call the job loss category. This one is extremely self-explanatory. You lose your job and it's a big deal on so many levels. Maybe you got fired, maybe laid off, maybe restructured out. Whatever it is, you finally realize that as amazing as you are, you are completely replaceable and that it might be time to take a closer look at how you want to make your professional contribution in the world. On purpose, not on autopilot. All right, drum roll, please. The fifth category, the giant life event wake-up call. This is when some big transition happens in your life, like your kids all leave or you get divorced, and the whole thing throws you into a tizzy. Very intense, very complex. You got a lot of feelings you have to sort out, and it wakes you up for sure, like a cold shower. And you become pretty clear that it's time to prioritize thinking how you want to spend your valuable time on this planet. Absolutely. So my big question to you is, why listen when you get a wake-up call? Do you really have to pick up the phone? Remember, from a mindfulness perspective, it's important to really see what's going on here. So some big thing happens. We're calling it a wake-up call, but really it's something specific. It's a fact. It's something that if 10 people were uh, with you, everybody would see it and everybody would agree on what happened. And then you have a thought about it. The thought is subjective. It's all yours and it's in your brain. If you're a regular listener to the podcast, you know a little bit about thoughts. They are optional. That means you have a choice. You can think the freaky thought or you can get to work. Now, if you entertain the freaky thought, it will create freaky feelings. And what I mean is, let's say a close friend gets a scary cancer diagnosis. That's a fact. It's real. It happened. There was a diagnosis. And then you have a thought about the fact. You might think, oh my God, my life is just like hers. I also have three kids. I'm also 53. I might get cancer too. That thought, I might get cancer too, will create a feeling. Perhaps panic, maybe fear. There's a connection between the thought and the feeling. The thought creates the feeling. You could also think something else. It's optional. You can decide how you want to feel. If you want to feel calm, you would need to think a thought that was different and created calm. If you wanted to feel grateful, you would have to think a different thought. If you want to feel supportive, you would have to think a different thought. So when you get a wake-up call, you can pick up the phone and grab a flashlight, an imaginary flashlight, shine it on your brain and see what's going on up there. Awareness is power. Or you could make like an ostrich and bury your head in the sand. Just freak out and be at the effect of your thoughts rather than supervise them. Now, I did take a minute when I was thinking about this, when I was thinking about the ostrich, <laughs> and I looked it up and I found out that ostriches don't actually bury their heads in the sand. 
It's just a metaphor, and that metaphor is a myth. But I couldn't help myself because I knew you would get the point. <laughs> the other reason to take time to notice a wake-up call is because life really is short, and most of us are walking around pretty oblivious and disconnected, maybe even unconscious. And that's a lot of the time. So there's a lot of us, and we're walking around like that a lot of the time. We have all kinds of reasons. Or excuses, why we don't do the things we say we want to do, why we don't prioritize our lives differently. That's the thing about wake-up calls. They can help you. They can shake you out of just doing things without really being present. Wake-up calls can help you see what you really want. Wake-up calls can help you make better decisions so you're living more intentionally. I like to think of a wake-up call as an opportunity for self-reflection and insight. Sometimes we just can't get to that same place with the insight on our own. So, I think you're really missing something if you don't pick up the phone. I don't know that I would go as far to say that a wake-up call is a gift, but a wake-up call can be appreciated. For sure. Okay, that's it for this episode. But before I sign off, I want to remind you about the amazing contest that's on right now about turning fifty, and it's called Fifty Unplugged. Many of my clients who are turning fifty tell me that they feel like something is off. They begin to feel like life is just passing them by, and they're frustrated and tired of feeling stagnant. This is where the idea for the contest came from. The lead up to turning fifty can be really interesting. Lots of highs and lows, and maybe more lows because, as I just mentioned, it can be a bit of a wake up call.、Um, but there's also some surprising thoughts in there and some weird feelings. And that's why I think it's time to pause and take a look at what's going on. I think it's the perfect time for you to think about how you want to leave your forties. So if you are turning fifty soon, I welcome you to the party. This contest is for you. You'll have a chance to win a guest spot on this podcast, some free coaching, and even my three-month signature one-on-one package. So all you have to do is tell me a little bit about your experience. Just go to www.susierosenstein.com/forward/slash/fifty-unplugged-contest to learn more. You can also find the link in the show notes. Make sure to share this contest with your friends who are turning fifty-two. Because we need more people to get in on this contest, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's lots of prizes, so that's it now. I know I've given you a lot to think about with the whole wake up call thing. If you've liked what you've heard, just head over to the Women in the Middle podcast on iTunes and leave me a review. This is such a great way to help other women know that there's such good stuff going on in here in this podcast. So also check out the show notes. There's all the stuff in the show notes. Any links that came up today, it's all there. So let's do this, ladies. One scary wake up call at a time. Thanks so much for listening. 